Are you recording now? Recording. <laughs> this is gonna sound weird. Things are about to get weird. Just get to the murder. All right, I think we can finally actually record now that your dog has decided to chill the hell out. I'm not convinced that he's not gonna come back and start making bear noises. You better not come in with that damn bone. I put it in the closet. So oh, thank God. Find it. I think all of his toys are put up. I put them up at night because if not, he'll go in the bedroom at night and just go all to hell on them, be squeaking all night long. My roommate just got a cat like a few weeks ago, and I'll tell you what, that cat. He will come for your feet like they are an intruder in your home. Well, Texas Trainer says that that is like top-notch arousal. So <laughs> <laughs> Y'all need to nip that now. You have one of those little squirt bottles. Take it to cat training. Do they have cat training? I've never heard anybody take their cat to training. I don't know. Um, I feel like if a cat's mean, people are like, oh, she's just mean. She bit my hand and ate it all. <laughs> it's just typical cat. If a dog bites you, it's like, oh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really a cat person. So when she got this, I was like, why? Why would you get that? Not, like, not against people who have cats, but I can't relate. I don't really like. Well, actually, I went to the uh, thrift store with Polly the other day to get her bed. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of cats in there. Now, the thrift store did smell like cat pee, but she warned me. There's a bunch of cats in there, and it kind of made me want one. You ever been in there? Uh-uh. I know what you're talking about, but I've never been in there. Well, when she said there's cats, I thought she meant they have, like, pet cats that just kind of roam around. No, they have, like, three litters of kittens Dear God. in the store. <laughs> They're pretty cute. All right, so I think, we should, we, I think we're good to start. Okay, let's um, start. Hey, oh, we should probably just tell people... What this is. What this is. Hey guys, welcome back to This Is Gonna Sound Weird. The podcast where uh, we talk about some pretty weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, that's, that's pretty, about it. That's about it. Uh, thanks for tuning in last week, if you did. And uh, thanks for returning this week. Uh, uh, this week we're talking about haunted objects. Yeah, although I do have a little bit of a correction from last week. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no one's told me this. I just knew I was right. So last week we talked about Kevin Hart stand-up for like two yes. seconds. <laughs> and uh, we I said, all right, all right, all right. Yes. Which is a Matthew McConaughey line. But in one Kevin Hart special, he refers to his dad. And he's the, his dad would say, all right, all right, all right. So, yes. <laughs> Uh, Did you go watch the special? I just knew that I was like, there's no way I'm wrong. I was like, he had to have said something along those lines. And I just Googled Kevin Hart, all right, all right, all right. And it came up. Well, I am glad that you were confirmed in that. But (laughs) I did not know that. Like I said, I've only listened to like a few. I prefer Kevin Hart in his movies. Yeah. Over um, his stand-up. Stand-up is just, it's so odd to me. Because I can't laugh while watching it. it <laughs> Why just not? Makes me uncomfortable. Like fluffy. Don't get me started on how irritating I get over fluffy. You know what I'm talking Who about? Who the fuck is fluffy? Um, that. Oh my god. He's the one. He has that show. Iglesias Snow. I don't think that's his name. You've seen him. He does like the, like voices and like sound effects. Like. It's like, um, go, we got the car. Yes, I do know who you're talking you know about. Who I'm talking about. Um, I didn't know his name was Fluffy. I only know him as Fluffy. Brandon thinks he's funny. 
Fluffy, if you hear this, I'm sorry. I just can't do the noises, but my fiance loves you. <laughs> You've got one fan and one person that is not a fan. Fluffy hears this. I'll be shook to death if you heard this. I would be as well. But All right, so uh, you want to just get into it? I guess so. You're going to go first this week since I went first last week? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. So when I was looking up a story to do on this, I kind of fell down a little bit of a rabbit hole. And I realized that eBay and Etsy both have haunted objects listed. I did know that eBay has a lot. uh, But, like, for the most part, it's pretty much just, like, creepy porcelain dolls and antique rings, which, like, I love a good... I'm down for the ring. I'm down for an antique ring. Uh, I would want a little bit of information on it, you know. I don't want it to be like a, like this lady died, got her hand cut off, found this ring, and now her hand's attached to it forever. Yeah. But I do like an antique ring, but I need to know how haunted it is. But something that I found, and I actually had never heard of this until like last year, is this thing called a divot box. Are you familiar with this? Yes, I have heard of the divot box. Okay, so a divot box is a wine storage box that is said to be haunted by a dibbuk. What's a dibbuk? Uh, it's a restless, usually malicious spirit believed to be able to haunt or even possess the living. And the word dibbuk comes from the Jewish mythology word for malicious spirit. I actually just listened to a um, Two Girls, One Ghost episode about a dibbuk box the other day. I also watched one like Ghost Adventures, but... I got scared, so I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to ghost adventures. All right. So in 2003, an item known as the the Dibbit Box went up for auction on eBay. Its owner is a man named Kevin Manis, who's described as a writer and creative person by trade. He owned a small antique shop in Portland at the time and claimed that he had picked up the box at an estate sale in Portland, Oregon in 2001. (laughs) I'm sorry. Taylor's dog is licking my foot. He (laughs) must be very aroused. Tastes like cheese. (laughs) Why are you so cute? Really? Our podcast mascot is really on his bullshit today. He's really on his bullshit today. He's excited to see his best friend, Sydney. Oh, my goodness. So imagine this. You're cruising through eBay in 2003 you're probably looking for a pair of used uggs because it's 2003 and and this is what you fucking see a divot box so he explained that it had the box had belonged to this old jewish woman named havalia who was 103 when she died she was a survivor of the holocaust in poland and has had escaped to spain but before she immigrated to the united states she had purchased the box she had always said that the box housed a dibbuk or an evil spirit and it should never ever be opened oh yeah so my my thought process is listen she survived the holocaust she's probably seen some scary shit and if she says don't fuck with it i'm not fucking with it no and i also don't so Kevin knew this as he was purchasing said box? Yes. So he bought it at an estate sale, I guess, when the woman died. And yeah. her daughter was like, listen, this is a box that my mom always had. I don't like it. I'd like for you to get rid of it. Um, but don't don't ever open it. This is what my mom told me. And he was like, all right. But obviously, um, what did he do after being told to never open it? 
he decided to open it. Of course he did. So when he, whenever he opened it, he discovered it contained two 1920s pennies, a lock of blonde hair that was bound with a cord, mm-hmm. a lock of black or brown hair bound with a cord, and a small statue engraved with the Hebrew word shalom. It also had a small wine goblet, one dried rosebud, and a single candle holder with four octopus-shaped legs. Interesting. So, I wonder, did she put those items in there, or did they come with them? I'm assuming, I never got clarification on this, but I'm assuming that when she got it, maybe it already had all that stuff in it, because that seems like a very odd thing. But my confusion is, I never get, I, I could never figure out, like, who gave it to her? Yeah. Uh, and did they give it to her with her knowing that this thing has got some shit attached to it? Yeah. So I'm not. And why did she buy it if she knew it had some crazy shit in it? A lot of questions that I don't have answers to. Dang, yeah. But I mean, that's what you get for doing a story on eBay. That's true. <laughs> I mean, she was old too. Did she really remember at that point I mean, everything? Probably not. Probably not. Most boomers can't remember where they parked their car in the You're right. in the parking lot. Look, I'm with them on that one. <laughs> um. So once the box was opened, shit really began to hit the fan. Oh, yeah. So what does Kevin decide to do with this haunted box that he already has opened? He decides to give it to his mother as a birthday gift. <laughs> Which I'm like, wow, what a great oh. son, you dick. He's like, here, Mom, with love. <laughs> with love. This this weird ass. I also, like, what a weird thing. Like, hey, Mom, here's a, a box with some hair and a wine goblet and a, and a statue in it. Like, it's just was a very. called like a wine cabinet? So it's like, is it a box or is it a cabinet? Like, it's, how big are we talking? <laughs> so it's. Uh, it's really more the shape of a. Like, a, the size of a box, but it's kind of like a cabinet. I would describe it as like, you know, those tiny little, like, jewelry boxes yeah. that sit on your. Like, the top of your dresser. Mm-hmm. They're, they're pretty good size, and they have, like, the doors that open outward, kind of yeah. like a French style. Okay. But. Uh, yeah, there. It, it's an odd box, but it's technically to house wine. Because like when I think wine box, I think of just like a crate. Yeah. But no, this is definitely it's like sealed. Well, I'm not a fancy wine drinker, so. Yeah, I they guess. don't put barefoot in these, <laughs> the wine these fancy wine boxes. <laughs> so after he gives it to his mother for her birthday, she immediately suffers a stroke. Oh. God. Yeah. No. At her birthday. At her birthday? <laughs> yeah. So it was, oh imagine <laughs> like, hey, mom, here's this gift. I got this for you. And she's like, ah! I died. Did she die or did she? Um, she survived. Okay. Um, but, I mean, she probably had some shit fucked up with her. I mean. Yeah, I'm sure she. I she mean, wasn't great after one, that. One of my grandmas had a stroke. And, you know, after that, like, she had to walk with, like, a walker. And she forgot shit even more than she already did. So. Yes. My stepmom's dad had a stroke, and he he had some issues afterwards, but it was so funny because he would tell these wild, elaborate, fake stories. Oh my gosh. He said he had a whole opposite family. <laughs> he made up an entirely new family. <laughs> the wildest thing would be, like, if he really did have, like, another secret family, and this was just how he... How he was trying to tell you. He was trying to tell you, oh, it's just the stroke. <laughs> um... 
So after his mother died of a stroke, uh, wait, she didn't die. Sorry. <laughs> She didn't die. After she suffered the stroke, okay. he was like, hey, he asked his sister, hey, would you mind holding this for for, for me? <laughs> so I'm like, this guy's an asshole. He really is. Um, and she was like, no, absolutely not. Because it wouldn't stay shut. Like, she would try to shut it, and it would just open, open back up. up. Um, which I don't know, like, was it, like, straight open? Or was it, like, kind of like a slow creak? Uh, I couldn't say. But then he tried, so he tried to sell it a couple times, but the box would just end up back on his doorstep. Uh, and so whenever it was returned to his doorstep, it had a note that said, this has bad darkness. So he's like, gotta get rid of it. This must have been the last straw. Gotta get rid of it. So he decides to auction it off on eBay. And once he, it, it, he auctioned it off on eBay, it exchanged hands with a couple different owners but each owner reported that the box either smelled of cat urine or jasmine flowers which very seemed different very sense. different <laughs> things very different one fairly pleasant one i would disgusting. not want one disgusting one smells like a thrift store i guess yes, it does. <laughs> um and that each owner suffered from nightmares involving an old hag which oh, i'm like hey why are you gonna roast her like <laughs> <laughs> and i'm also like was it the was it the was it the old woman that owned it, Havalia? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Was she attached to it? Do we think, or was the old hag like a? Did the old hag come with it? I don't know. So that they just said old hag. So I feel like that's an interpretation. I got this all off Wikipedia, so okay. you know. Okay. <laughs> um, but perhaps not the greatest source, but a source nonetheless. Honestly, we're not getting great on this. Well, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Um, So, Ios Nitzka, a student at Truman State University in Kirksville, Missouri, was the last person to auction the box on eBay. So, he had owned it. Mm. He decided to get rid of it uh, via eBay as well. He kept a record of his experience with this box on an on, like an online blog because oh, I mean yes. obviously this is the early 2000s so what do you do you blog, blog. this uh, we probably on a blog spot, blog spot. <laughs> I had a blog spot with my cousin we did uh, top 10 lists we did about three until we gave up <laughs> <laughs> I did a blog I had a blog spot as well uh, I'm sure it was like a stupid name like Sydney so cool you know <laughs> blog spot or something like that you know and I just talked about, like, shit that went on during the day. Which I was in, like, what, seventh grade? So, like, it wasn't that intense. Damn, I wish I could find that. My <laughs> blog spot got deleted. I'm sure that they all... I think I after a certain period of time, if you're not active, I think they get deleted. Damn. But, so he he wrote about all of this on his blog. And some of the things he reported was... That the box caused lights to burn out in his house and his hair to fall out. Oh my god. So. Some, my hair's been falling out more lately. Do I have a haunted object? You might just be stressed. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, so Jason Haxton, director of the Museum of Osteopathic Medicine in Kirksville, Missouri, had followed these blogs regarding the box. And when Netska was ready to get rid of the box, he sold it to Haxton. 
Paxton claimed that he subsequently developed strange health problems, including hives, coughing up blood, and head-to-toe welts. Paxton consulted with Jewish rabbis to try to figure out a way to seal the Dybbuk box again. And he later donated the box to Zach Baggins, who you might know from Ghost Adventures. Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. So basically, in Ghost Adventures, he is the guy that goes into these haunted like houses or jails or whatever yes. and just screams at ghost that's oh, essentially yes, all yes. he does he's yes. like come on out bitch you won't, bitch, you won't. <laughs> like you know so we're dealing with a professional so when he bought when he gets the box he decides to display it in his las vegas museum uh-huh. where it is still currently displayed now you might think okay this is in this museum you know shit's probably done with this box absolutely not So the string of bad luck with this thing does not stop there. Because in 2018, Post Malone, of all people, had a string of bad luck after he visited the Las Vegas Museum. Uh, TMZ released a video where Zach touches the box and Post is touching Zach's shoulder. Which evidently... Is enough for you to get cursed. The energy just went right. You just through. like soared right through him. I guess Zach just must be eat up with cur- like curses, curses already. That he was like, the divot was like, I'm not even gonna mess with him. Go straight through him and <laughs> go to this this new kid. This, this new kid, kid with a lot of face tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> so after this, Post was involved in a plane emergency where two tires on his private jet. Blew out on the oh runway. God, my worst nightmare. Yeah, Taylor doesn't do well. <laughs> Taylor's that person that's like an 8 a.m. flight, needs a drink just to get through it. Yes, but while I'm drinking it, I'll get so nauseous, I'll almost throw up. Yeah, so she, not a, not a good traveler. No, not at all. And then a few days after this, his old house was broken into by people with guns. Post Malone. Post Malone. So, like, I guess he had, he used to live at this house, and maybe the people who were robbing it still thought he lived there. there. Uh, And they went in with guns trying to rob the place. But, I mean, that still sucks. You probably think, damn. Dodged a bullet. Then, a week after that, he was involved in a car crash where his Rolls Royce collided with another car. But one question I have is did he have a dream about an old hag? Let's ask it. Let's ask it. Let's message him on uh, Instagram. Hi, post. Have you ever had a dream about an old hag? Ask him for a friend. Ask him for a friend. He's like, who is this? Who the fuck is this? I have messaged him on Instagram before he never got back to me. Damn. (laughs) Kind of rude. I know. I told him that his show was really good. My, uh, I have a coworker who is like, loves Beyonce. Thinks she's just the most gorgeous woman in the world. And he says that he... It, like Instagram DMs her every single day, hoping that one day she'll she'll message him back. Good luck to him. Good luck to him. I was like, I don't think that celebrities that are like Beyonce status even they probably don't even manage. Their yeah, they probably have a publicist that just does all of oh, that. Yeah. But despite all these reports, skeptics still argue that the box is not actually haunted, but rather that the owner anticipates bad luck. Therefore, oh. when shit ascend, like essentially when shit pops off, they can just blame it on the box. You know what I mean? So you're yes. going in with that mindset that oh, I'm about to get haunted, and then like I don't know, you stump your toe, and you're like, this is the box. Yes, you like manifest like bad shit to happen. Yes, of course. I would do that. That would probably yes, to yes, me. yes, yes. We were just talking about this the other day, like when you're like. You have, like, such bad anxiety, and then one thing bad happens, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm psychic. Yes, that happens to me when my hamster died, 
before we went on our coronavirus cruise, I kept having this, I was like, I have anxiety about something's going to die. And then I got home and it was my hamster. I said, it was that. It was my hamster, not the uh, looming pandemic. Not the looming <laughs> pandemic, not my anxiety. Uh, it's my third eye. Yes, it was my third eye. Yeah, and so people also uh, critique this because... Kevin, who was the original owner, he was a writer, like, in his spare time. He was very creative. So people are like, maybe mm. he just came up with this wild story. That's possible. Uh, in hopes of selling it for big bucks on eBay. There actually is, there's a movie based off of this. It's called The Possession. It was uh, released I in... I watched it, but I've heard of it. It was released in 2012. Uh, but I've never watched it because Possession movies really freak me out i'm scared i'll get possessed through the tv yep 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 (laughs) um like i just it's not for me it really freaks me out uh so i have no opinion on this film okay so uh if you've seen it let us know know. Uh, how would you rate it uh so that's the end of the infamous divot box but i do have a personal story regarding the divot box if you would like to hear it i would like to hear it so uh, I guess this was about a year ago. One of my coworkers, he loves like sort of wacky things. So like he's he'll order bugs, like freeze dried bugs or like something like that, mm-hmm. off the internet and be like, I'm gonna eat them and see what they taste like. So he decided he was gonna buy this like a divot box because I guess people are like doing like copycats on eBay. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's to say they could be haunted? But anyways. He orders it on eBay. His wife was like, absolutely not. You're not opening that in my house. No. So he decides that he's going to open it at work. So he oh, opens it in his perfect. office. And I think it essentially has all the same things that this divot box has. So, you know, weird luck hair, some string, you know, roses. Uh-huh. So, you know, he opens it. Uh, and... Stuff at my work always be popping off. You know what I mean? Like we had yeah. a we had a terrible plumbing issue one time, and we were like, "It's the divot box. It's the demon." So anytime it goes wrong, we just still blame it on this box. But it was funny because, like, I obviously I'm a little yes. stitious. Are you? Yeah, I'm a little stitious. So my coworker, the one who bought it, he decided he was going to like hide it. Yeah. In one of the sales, like the members of the sales team's office, mm-hmm. and so it really freaked him out. And then. He decided he was going to take it a step further, and he somehow managed to, like, attach the box to the ceiling of this guy's office. So, like, it's one of those things you wouldn't notice it until you, like, sat in there and you're like, what the hell is that? Um, To really fuck with him. So, Paul was not pleased about this divot box being in his office, but... That is my encounter, and that's how I actually found out what the hell a divot box was. I didn't know what it was until about a year ago when my coworker Bill bought one off eBay. Well, see, I didn't. I've heard about this divot box before. Like I've heard podcasts on it, but I didn't realize that there were multiple. Yeah, I thought it was just like this one, but it's weird. Why is it just like always a box? Like I understand that it's the same type of spirit, mm-hmm. but it's always like the same type of object which is yeah i mean i would say like for the original box probably what happened is like there might have been like a demon or something that was maybe trying to possess somebody and they decided to trap it into this box and then when they opened it uh in 2003 that's when it released it now as far as the other ones i'm not gonna say they're not real but i would say like 
it seems unlikely the number of ones that you can get on eBay. Yeah, I feel like at that point it's probably just people it, buying a box and putting some shit in it. Yeah, it's like a kind of like a gag gift or yeah. something. It's like a, you can buy like a like a Ouija board at Target. Yes, no thank you. No, I thank don't want to do. That. I don't want to be fucking with the Ouija board. I also don't want to be. Don't fuck with Ouija boards, everyone. Please don't. Unless Please. you really know what you're doing. Yeah, unless you have a trained professional, which I doubt you are at a slumber party. No, definitely. If not. you're at a slumber party and you have a a Ouija board, just get your mom to come pick you up. Just do um, light as a feather, stiff as a board. That's as close as you need to get to some witchcraft. <laughs> 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 uh, just make some pazuki and just call it a night. <laughs> So that is the story of the divot box. That's my encounter with one. So it's weird. I didn't know you actually had an encounter with one. I know so that is. There's a lot you don't know about me. First-hand experience. <laughs> okay, so it's my turn now. Yep. So I had difficulty with this one because I was trying to do something that I had never heard of or mm-hmm. that I had never heard covered. Mm-hmm. But so at first I was gonna do like the Hope Diamond or something. Yeah. But then when I was reading into it, half it was like just a little piece of the story was the haunting and the rest of it was like, why it's all fake. And I was um, like, okay. That's disappointing. So I ended up finding this like very obscure thing object. But after doing all the research, I realized that there was a bunch of websites that had the story, but it was all like the exact same story. So okay. it may be kind of short, but we're going to go with it. It also seems like if it's all the same story, that there must be some truth to it. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of times you'll be like, well, this person said this, this person said that. Yeah, everything pretty much said like the exact same thing, which is kind of a simple story, but it's also kind of mysterious. Okay. But I am going to name the sources I used because they weren't they weren't just like Wikipedia. They were very specific. Okay. And so I used Fodors.com, ParanormalJunkie.net, The13Floor.tv, and thegypsyread.com. I've never heard of any of those. I was going to say, I've never heard of any of those. Some of them were kind of like forums, but I found this on like one of those most haunted objects lists or some shit like that. Yeah. Anyways, so that what I'm doing is called The Woman of Lim, no, The Woman from Lim, okay. or also known as The Goddess of Death. Okay. So, there's, yeah. Sounds a little intense. A little intense. So, there was this statue, which is known as the Goddess of Death now, mm-hmm. originally called the Woman from Lim statue. Mm-hmm. It was named after uh, the place that they unearthed it. So, they unearthed it in 1878 okay. in Lim, which is in Cyprus, which apparently, which I've heard of Cyprus yeah, before. Where is that? It's an island country in the Mediterranean. Okay. I thought it was in Greece, which I think yeah. is like Greece adjacent. Okay. It's definitely it's over in there, mm-hmm. over in that part of the in that part of the country. <laughs> <laughs> that the part of the globe. I'm not a not good at geometry. So. No, <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> geography. I'm also just no. an idiot. Just an idiot. So the statue is this. If they said it's made out of like pure limestone. Okay. And it's it looks odd. It's got like a long neck. And like little short stubby arms and like some big hips, not really legs. So she's like a heavier set woman? Yeah. And on top, there's like, on top it kind of looks like a peen. It kind of looks like a penis. Oh. This <laughs> is like a shaft almost is what the neck looks like. And then it kind of like, kind of bulges out just a little bit with a little head on top. Do you it's have got a picture? like a tiny face. I do have a picture. Look it up and you'll see it. And it's got like a little tiny face. 
Um, so it's a little odd looking, but I don't want to, um, I don't want to diss her because, you know, she's got some bad juju around her. Uh, yeah, I can clearly tell where this is. And so they thought that the statue was probably created around like 3500 BC. So this gal is an older lady. She, um, it was similar though to other ones discovered in the area. They all have this similar like cross-shaped form and they vaguely all resemble a woman or a person in general. And they assume it's women. <laughs> One of the um, articles they say they think they're all women because of the big hips. Apparently, yeah, like a child buried uh, hip. Yeah, so that was kind of. And so some of the smaller ones that they found, um, they found them in burial sites, and the larger ones were thought to have had like ceremonial significance to mm-hmm. like when they do like ceremonies to the goddesses. Okay. So most of them are thought to like represent a goddess. Yeah. But they found like a fuck or like ton a de- of them. or like a demigod maybe. Yeah. Because there's a lot of demigods too. Yeah. And so they found like a fuck ton of them. But this one particular one has got some shit going on. Mm-hmm. And so the one that they found looks kind of on the larger um, side, so mm-hmm. I assume that it was probably used in like a ceremony situation. Because mm-hmm. how big were the other ones? Were they still like sizable or? I don't know. It's like hard to tell because when you look it up on like Google, like I feel like some of them they go like I don't know three four inches. I don't think that yeah those... maybe like a tabletop one. Yeah, yeah, and I think those would probably be the ones that they found in like graves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so at first they thought that this statue is probably a representation of the Cypriot or Cypriot fertility goddess. Okay. And so I looked up what, like, what is that fertility goddess? And it says that Aphrodite, you know, the great goddess, loves beauty, fertility. Mm-hmm. It says she originated in Cyprus. So I assume that that is who they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really not sure because I feel like way back in the day they could have had different goddesses. We don't know. You know, maybe they had somebody else in that specific part of the world. I don't know. Yeah, or I almost wonder, like, could it be that that statue is what the inspiration for, like, Aphrodite was? And it kind of evolved? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) If this statue is the inspiration for Aphrodite, I feel (laughs) for her. Just like the king-looking, chunky well, I feel like isn't they always say that Aphrodite is like the goddess of love, but really she's like the goddess of sex. So you know maybe maybe this penis statue is supposed to supposed to turn supposed you to remind you of a peen, turn you on. Yeah, I don't know. I just think maybe um, they just weren't the best artists. It, that Sorry. you know what they all they had was a chisel and some limestone. Honestly, so though. if you gave me these tools, what would you get? Honestly. Just a funny shaped rock. You just get like shards of rock. Yeah. You um, just have chunks of limestone. And so clearly, as we've said, the statue pretty much is like no detail, nothing. So they really don't know what it is. So here we get into the uh, the kind of haunted part, which I don't consider this haunted. I consider it more like cursed. Which yeah. I feel like there could be a different because there's not like a... Necessarily like a spirit attached, I wouldn't say. Yeah. So after being unearthed, somehow, no really good traceable path, um, it made its way into the hands of this man named Lord Elfont. And he was the first owner of the statue. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes sense because he came to own it during the British colonial occupation of Cyprus. Okay. So I feel like he probably had something to do with it. And he saw them get it. And he was like, hey, can I get that? 
Yeah. You take a hit of that statue. Do you think it was like a, a privateer situation, a.k.a. pirating, where they, he was like, they were just, were just looting this bitch? Maybe. Or I should have, like, wondered if he was, like, I feel like they would station people almost to, like, mm-hmm. look over, like, the new colonies. Yeah. So I thought that maybe he even lived there, but there wasn't too much documentation mm-hmm. on it. But after obtaining the statue, Elfont and six members of his family died within a six-year period, and they all died in mysterious circumstances. Oh, okay. And so then the statue was purchased by a dude named Ivor Minucci in Europe. And so they acted like it went from, like it was on Cyprus, and mm-hmm. then and now it's going to Europe to Ivor or Ivor. Okay. And then within four years of him owning the statue, Ivor and his entire family died. Oh, God. Well. And so then they were like, okay. Did they ever specify how these people died, or is it just like. It just said that they all died in these like weird ways. Okay. It doesn't have any. It didn't have any specifications. Which, I mean, is this story completely true? I do not know. But if this was also back in like like 1800s. Yeah. Um, so then Lord Thompson Noel bought the statue. And then within just a few years, his whole family died. God well. almighty. Uh, and so after the Thompsons had the statue, it vanished for a period of time. They didn't really know what happened to it. Uh, and so I wondered, could it have killed other people during this time? Fuck, it could have. Do you think that, like, after his whole family died, they were just like, fucking get rid of it. Get rid of it. I know, which I'm wondering, like, after the families died, how they make it to the next owner. Because like, nowadays, like, if you own something, you die or your family dies, it just gets, like auctioned off at like an estate sale yeah uh which is to pay off your debts possible as to what could happen that's probably what happened i don't know and so the last person or family to privately purchase and own the statue was sir alan biverbook and after buying the statue he and his wife and two daughters died in an even shorter time frame oh with the other free families so honestly it was like as each family got it they were dying in shorter time yeah so the first one was like six years, then it was four, yeah. and then it was just like a couple years. So, so it sounds to me like she's just getting madder and madder as yes, the day goes yes. on. Yes, as it keeps uh, going. She probably also was really pissed from being like taken from Cyprus, her home, yes. and, and then probably, just being tossed around. Yeah, she was just being thrown to all these probably families. Kids probably thrown her like a football. <laughs> yeah, and you know that, you know kids, kids will point out your insecurities. They're probably talking mad <laughs> shit about her. Her peen head and ginormous then, hips. And then she, she probably didn't like that. So. Um, and so Biggerbuck, though, he had two sons that didn't die. Okay. Uh, so his entire family didn't die. But the sons were terrified of the statue, obviously. Obviously. And so at that point, which at this point, she was finally going by the name Goddess of Death. Pretty obvious reason. Yeah. Her name had switched during this. And so the sons donated the cursed statue to the Royal Museum in Edinburgh, Scotland. Okay. And when it gets to the museum, like um, you said, in your Divic box, you would think once it gets to the museum, curse is over. No. no. So absolutely not. We got to the museum, and with a year of having the statue, the curator at the museum who, like, handled it and, like, did shit with it, <laughs> died of mysterious causes. The curator who was, like, you know, hanging out with it, I guess, studying it, she died. And one source said that she was murdered, um, but the case remained unsolved. Okay. But, I mean, even if she was murdered, that's still, I still consider that suspicious. Suspicious. Especially since it was unsolved. So after this, the museum was like, got shit. 
we gotta do something. <laughs> and so, but then they decided to keep it, and I was like, Why? I wrote, I wrote bro, why? <laughs> Uh, and so they decided they were going to place it in, like, a large, thick glass case. And if somebody ever had to touch it or move it, they would wear gloves. Because for some reason, at this point, they thought that it was physically touching it. I mean, it could be. That's what happened uh, to the Dybbuk boxes. Yeah. And so they thought it was, like, if you touch it, that's when you die. Okay. Which, at this part of my research, I was starting to get worried that she was haunting me. Because I was sitting in my chair, and I was like... I'm getting short of breath. I think she's cursing me. Yes. But then I was like, no, I had to touch this bitch. And so, but ever since they put these precautions in place, nobody else has died in relation to the statue. Okay. And they just like keep her in the spot. But people still are able to see, see her. her. Okay. Yeah. It's like they think touching her is what does it. I mean, that could be. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Because it's interesting because like uh, cases like the haunted doll Annabelle. Yeah. People will like go by her at the museum and, like, talk shit about her. And then when they leave that museum, they have a horrible car accident or something. Yes. So, evidently she doesn't mind you talking shit. She just doesn't want you to touch her, I guess. Yeah. I hope this lady doesn't mind me talking shit about her because I've accidentally called her ugly. You're beautiful. (laughs) You're beautiful. And so, to this day, nobody really knows, like, why it's cursed. Um, But there also isn't any – there's, like, no explanations – or rationalizations as to what happened to all the people. So there's, like, no good explanation as to what it could be, but there's also nobody has been able to say, oh, you know, it's all fake. And when you look at the records from all the families that died, they're really sparse, and the only, like, connection that they had was the statue. Mm-hmm. And so I had some theories. Okay. I had some theories that I saw online as to why this bitch is so cursed. And so I was like, at first, I was like, maybe it has some sort of attachment to the place that it was found. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't supposed to be unearthed. Mm-hmm. Just, like, it was supposed to stay there. Like, it was used in a ceremony it was supposed to stay. Yeah. And then maybe it was, like, cursed when it was originally made. So, it was destined to kill whoever touches it. Okay. Um, it was also possible that it was meant to be a gift for a goddess. Mm-hmm. And so, it wasn't supposed to be moved. And they cursed it. And whoever came and moved it or had it in their possession mm-hmm. would die. Which reminded me of that new little Disney movie, Onward. Have you watched that? Yes, I have. Where they go find the, the thing, and once they get there, mm-hmm. it's, like, cursed, and this, like, monster comes out and tries yeah, yeah, to kill yeah. them. Well, so it's interesting. Uh, I watched I watched just one of those YouTube videos where it's, like, Egyptian historian reacts to the movie The Mummy. Oh, yeah. Uh, and she mentions, like, she was talking about people always associate, like, pyramids and tombs with curses but it's not necessarily that if you are like an archaeologist and you bust open this tomb that you're necessarily going to get cursed it's more those curses are people like people that loot places so yeah so if you come in and you steal some gold from these uh these tombs that you're more likely to get cursed so i almost wonder if like you know maybe that's why the architect or like whoever uncovered it didn't mm-hmm. get cursed but then the second that that guy was like i want that in my house that's that's when, when it shit started to pop off and maybe when they finally like put her in a case and we're like we're gonna be respectful to you we're gonna put you here everything's mm-hmm. fine she was like all right i'll quit for now um and so it's 
this was like an odd theory, which I don't really think it's probably likely, but I'll mention it. It said that it was even speculated that maybe the material that it was made out of was poisonous, like to humans. And so that if you touch it with your bare hands, you're poisoned and you'll die. But I'm like, you would have to be, like, if it was poisonous, you'd have to be, like, licking it, touching her, sleeping with her. And also, if that one museum curator, like, was murdered, that doesn't really... Yeah, that doesn't really... Because it would make sense, like, if if the museum curator is, like, you know, trying to clean her up and maybe... Uh, I don't know, like chisel a little bit of it. Yeah. That would make the dust come up, but then she would obviously die of that. Yeah, but also, I feel like there's lots of things like that are made out of limestone. Like when you go to older buildings or museums, you see a lot of things yeah. made of limestone. So I just don't know about and that, that theory. Really makes sense to me. Also, because like I said, there's hundreds of these little statues found. Mm-hmm. Like so many of them. And none of them have had any curses attached. People touch them, probably own them. They're fine. Mm-hmm. They're just hanging out. It was only this little gal who decided that she was going to be, you know. Fucking shit up. Killing people. And so that was honestly all I could really find. But I do have a fun fact about looking for more information because that's all I could find. There were so many websites, but that's all it was. So I got on this one website called Obsidian Portal. Okay. I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And so I read it, but when I got in there, it was this, like, long story that I hadn't heard on any other websites. Okay. And I was going to tell it and then just give, like, a caveat, like, you know, only read it on one website may not be true. But then I kept looking into what Obsidian Portal is, and I kept seeing it said something about a place to do your campaign. And I was like, a campaign for president? Like, I don't get it. But when I really looked, it was a place where you can, like, I guess go on the internet and type in your Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Oh. <laughs> I was like, dang it. But they made up this like elaborate story to where like this guy found a book that told of the curse in Massachusetts. And like there was apparently in their Dungeons and Dragons campaign it was like there was a witch on the edge of the woods and she had this statue and she was burned to death. And when she was burned she cursed it. It was a good story, but it was, like, way too fake. It's like fan fiction? Yes, it was fan fiction. <laughs> so I was like, God dang it. That also kind of reminds me, have you ever watched The Evil Dead? Where, like, they're in the this cabin in the woods and they find this book. And then they start reading it and yeah. shit pops off. That's kind of essentially, it sounds to me like this person just took a little bit of The Evil Dead. Yeah. And a little bit of this statue story and was like, alright, I'm going to do something with this. Yes, so they really almost tricked me. But luckily, I did some more research and I realized I wasn't going to look like an idiot. <laughs> because if I had read that and somebody like knew what that was, they'd probably be like, you dumb bitch. Listen, you don't, don't know anything. The only thing I know about Dungeons and Dragons is from like Stranger Things. Yes, yes. So, but anyways, that was the goddess of death. Um, that was all I could find on her. Uh, she was interesting. Like I said, I was trying to do something that I'd never heard of. Which yeah, I'd never heard of that. They probably don't cover her in podcasts because there isn't too much. But you know, you just got to know us on this podcast. You don't need to hear me ramble just yet. I thought it was interesting. Um, maybe you know, let's take a field trip out there. Where's she in Ireland? 
Or oh, Scotland. She's in Scotland. Scotland. I get the sheep mixed up. Well, I'm down. There's a lot of grass in either of those places. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to go to both. You know, that's, that's where my people are from. The and white people. White. Just <laughs> like white bread people. Just like albino people. Yes, I'm going to see her. Which, you know, I think that they should take her back to, I don't know. Cyprus? Where she's from, yeah. I don't think they should keep her in Scotland, which I guess now they're probably scared to They're probably definitely (laughs) scared to move her. Um, It also is like, what if you dropped her? How bad would the curse be? I think of like when you watch Cake Boss and they build this ginormous (laughs) cake and then they drop it right out. They drop her and like the whole island of Cyprus just sinks into the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) And people are like, global warming, I don't know. Or, like, I would be scared if you I don't, like, carried her on an airplane or something. That, the whole, that whole bitch would go down. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I don't know. Look, I don't want to deal with her. I don't, I'm scared to go to these, like, haunted object museums. Yes. Because I am worried that, like, something will attach to me on there. Well, like, even though I feel like I would be just, I'm so anxious about things like that. So I would never dream of saying anything. No. Not even really thinking of anything like if, if something looked weird i would never be like that looks weird i would just be like hmm. just say you're beautiful <laughs> you're beautiful i would just like look at it and then i would just immediately walk away but like i, I would ne- like people i feel like you this is what always happens you get those people that are like i know everything yours aren't real mm-hmm. and i'm like bet. Well, bitch bet yeah, I, look, I'm not taking any chances, especially if I'm, like, traveling cross-country. Like, if I went to Las Vegas and saw Zach, I would never go to Las Vegas to go to Zach Baggins Museum. No. Because the whole plane ride back, oh, my God. And that's, like, a at least a six-hour one because yeah. they normally have a layover. Yeah, I ain't about it, so. No, and honestly, if I'm going to go to Las Vegas, let's be honest, I'm going to go see Pawn Stars. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to go, uh, you know, maybe see, like, Celine Dion or somebody. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, what is it, that Paris hotel and take a picture in front of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> like, Bonjour. I'm in Paris. Yeah. Or to just, like, fucking go see Magic Mike. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go get a tattoo at one of those, like, 24-hour tattoo parlors. Yeah. I'll get a tattoo of this. I'm going to tattoo of the goddess of death on me. Ooh, like, is that a penis? Yes. yes. <laughs> thanks for that story. You're welcome. Thanks for your story. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you listened this far. Congratulations. You've made it. <laughs> You've made it out of the tunnel. Checkpoint. <laughs> if, uh, especially if you are not of blood relation to either of us, <laughs> you really get bonus points for listening to this. <laughs> yes. Um, so we have an email. Yeah, we do have an email, so email us. Uh, the email address is this is gonna sound weird at gmail.com. So if you have any questions about these stories, if you have any corrections about these stories, please be nice, but we would like some corrections if we uh, fucked up. Yes. <laughs> Just be gentle. We're, we're, we are sensitive in this time of a pandemic. <laughs> also, if you uh, if you have any fun stories about, you know, ghosts or interesting true crime, stories that you're related to let us know and we also have an instagram and it's uh this is gonna no that's not it scratch that uh it's gonna sound weird pod on instagram we also have a twitter uh i can't exactly remember the handle right now i think it's just gonna sound weird if you look it up it's probably easy to find Honestly, it'll we'll link the Twitter and our Instagram. So if you can at least get to the Instagram, you are already halfway there. Yes. And we have decided we're going to put out this podcast weekly. So, mm-hmm. And we're going to do it on Friday. 
Mm-hmm. So please come back next Friday after whenever you listen to this. Come back for the next episode. Yeah, and then next week's episode is Aliens. Yes. We don't we don't have a catchy title. We don't title. have a catchy name yet, but we're going to do like alien abductions. Yeah. So, I was I was snatched by an alien. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> alien, no. Alien snatched. snatched. <laughs> snatched. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Okay, bye. Bye. We need to figure out how to end this. Yeah. <laughs> bye. Have a great week. Stay weird. Boop.